Hello, everyone. I'm Joe Chamis. And I'm Tristan Irvin. And welcome back to Screens and Streams. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Screens and Streams. Oh my God, Joe! It's it's, it's been like three fucking <laughs> it's years. It's been three years. Welcome to uh, this is a. I mean, like we could have just addressed, like not addressed it at all, been like, "Hey, everyone, it's episode twenty six. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. Come along for the ride." Just, just, just like not acknowledge the long ass break. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, uh, some stuff happened over the last three years. Jeez, like uh, what, Joe? Tristan and I were discussing, actually, when did the last episode come out? And it turns out it was April 26th. Um, wait, what's April 26th? It was, yeah, it was April 26th, 2020. So right after that, some stuff happened in the world. <laughs> well, it was kind of before. I mean, that was the release date. but Yeah, that was we, the release date of the, we, the podcast. It was like March that things started. So we probably recorded that It was right I'm, before they shut everything down. I'm pretty sure it was the weekend. It was like the Saturday, mm-hmm. the Saturday before everything hit the fan. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that was uh, strike one. <laughs> and um, we were talking about like, oh, maybe we can somehow record remotely. We'll figure something out. And then, you know, a few years went by and then... Uh, and then stuff happened. We are here three years later, changed men, Tristan. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, there's just a few events that have a happened. A few life events. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, Tristan got a, a beautiful new place, which we're recording in now. Um, I no longer live in my old place, which is why we're not recording there for reasons. Um, there's a lot of life events that happened, but uh, we found our way back to each other. Um, we did. And, uh, I mean, we didn't win the tightest duo award at our old place of work when we worked there together for no reason, Tristan. You know what? I found mine the other day (laughs) and I was going to bring it down and like hang it like right here, but I totally forgot. My heart. Um, I definitely have mine kicking around somewhere. Uh, I remember when I moved out of the house, uh, here in Brampton, uh, and into my folks place, I, I, I found it and I was just like hanging on to this. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, we're back. Um, we'll try to stick to a schedule. I, I, uh, so I, behind the scenes, I went through a lot of the old episodes. Um, I guess a little bit of housekeeping. We, you guys don't have to follow a secret link into a Dropbox to find old episodes. Now we are currently on uh, a new podcast platform through Spotify. There's going to be new RSS feed. Um, we'll put links to all this stuff on our socials. If you're already subscribed to screens and streams, that subscription, will probably no longer function <laughs> uh and uh you can subscribe to the new link and all that stuff which will will provide uh on socials and then if you're hearing this then you found it good job um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah uh but i was going through old episodes and um we were uh almost every other episode was just like we try to stick to a schedule but i guess we're not going to do it every month oh it's you know we, some yeah, things we happen <laughs> we got to you know we got sidetracked well let's just say we got sidetracked for the last three years and call it that and and move Fair on enough um we don't need to dis- we killed our news segment so this is just more of like a catch-up between tristan and i like hey how's it been yep we've chatted in the last three years it's not just seeing each other for the first time for the sake of the podcast that'd be weird it, it, yeah <laughs> uh okay so 
Um, uh, a lot of rambling. Uh, let's move on uh, to our shows. Today, we are covering two... Uh, we're covering, well, technically one series in its entirety. Yeah. And one series that may get a third season or might also be finished. I've been kind of reading some stuff about it. But um, we're going to be taking a look at uh, the Donald Glover-helmed Atlanta, mm-hmm. which recently wrapped up, I believe, its fifth and final season. And uh, we'll also be taking a look at uh, the Lorne Michaels produced. I had no idea until yeah. until I yeah. booted, watched, started watching it. But uh, featuring Cecily Strong and Keegan-Michael Key, Schmigadoon. Which is just a fun name to say. But <clears throat> first, I want to talk about everyone's pan- favorite pandemic series. Oh, yeah. Jeopardy. Oh. <laughs> and who is your favorite host, Joe? Oh. Ryan Bialik or Ken Jennings? You're just throwing this at me. <laughs> and I'd say, Tristan, you know I'm a Jeopardy fan. Um, That's why I'm throwing it at you. You know what? And, and yeah, I have been... I I got back in like it was uh, so here's it's a weird thing I reverted to going um, now we've just fired off into another tangent but when I was living at my parents place in the before times uh, I would always watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy with them and when I moved back in with my folks I fell right back into that habit and I got way into Jeopardy I have a spreadsheet that tallies how many answers I get correct Tristan I'm I'm way too into it as for your question uh, I like them both I prefer Ken I don't feel that Mayim deserves any of the hate that she gets online. I think that's yeah. shitty. Yeah. And, you know, they're both doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. My preference is Ken, too, but I, I agree. I think, yeah, you know, Mayim gets a, gets a bit of a, she gets a bad, bad rap. rap. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's not fair. Bad rap. No. Okay. But Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that one out. No, yeah. of course. <laughs> uh, you caught me by surprise. I, yeah, I, I love me some Jeopardy. Uh, okay, so... Um, uh, moving on to uh, from a game show to uh, <laughs> television. What if we did start doing game shows on screens and streams? I don't know how that would work. Um, I, I mean, they're they're just endless. So we'd have yeah. to talk about one like yeah. every yeah like every. There's every already time. Jeopardy podcasts that I also listen to. Uh, okay, I know they're serious on that shit. Like there's they're, like yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, tangents. Yes. There's a lot of tangents because we haven't done this in three years. While we've seen each other. We haven't actually sat down and recorded in three years and then had a proper sort of like catch up. So here we go. Uh, we're going to start with Atlanta. Donald Glover uh, just crushing it. Um, so this is a weird timeline thing. I started watching it probably about midway through the series mm-hmm. and then followed it through season four and five. Um, when Tristan and I got together to sort of figure out what shows we're going to cover this time around, I threw out Atlanta and I was like, it's five seasons. And Tristan was like, I can handle it because Tristan's a trooper. It was four. It was four. It was it four? It's four seasons. Is it only four seasons? It's four seasons. Am I just wrong? Okay. I'm probably wrong. Anyway. No, it's four seasons. <laughs> That's okay. Ten. I think it was ten episodes each except for like the fourth. Or okay. no, or the third, which was 11 for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, so I was following it probably then from season three into four. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah. So I finished oh, sorry, that. sorry, it was the second season that was 11. Oh, okay, there you go. So I finished it sort of like not, I mean, like relatively a while ago-ish. And, um, and then started and finished in quick succession. Um uh, Schmigadoon, which is the other series that we're covering that Tristan yep. brought to the table. Yeah. So, um, 
like I mentioned to Tristan before we start recording, he might have to remind me of some stuff in Atlanta. I might have to remind him of stuff in Shimigadoon, but we'll get through it. So Atlanta overall, I'm curious to hear your thoughts about it. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, I would best describe it as, so, I mean, uh, you know, doing some research before the podcast, you know, looking, looking at Wikipedia or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's called comedy drama. You know, I would (laughs) almost rather call it a comedy horror based on how many (laughs) stylistic and, um, direct references to like the horror genre within the series. It's... It's kind of funny because, you know, you get it, you start, you start watching it and you're like, okay, yeah, comedy drama, yeah, there's stuff going on, but it, there's just this other underlying level and each time it just goes a little, each episode goes a yep. little further yep. and further and further until you're finally just like, oh, I'm, I'm watching a horror series. Yeah. You know what? Now that you mention it, absolutely. Um, I'd say, yeah, I don't, I mean, horror I mean, is, not every episode. No, not every episode, but, like, there's thriller, uh, yeah. big-time thriller suspense uh, mm-hmm. tropes all over this thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it very quickly turned from a series centering on Ern and Alfred and Van and, Van and you know, all these characters to, um, like, more and more each season, they're just, like, this is an episode that does not concern the main cast at all. And it's just its own There's thing. episodes where they're not even <clears throat> mentioned or yeah. referenced or anything. It's and, crazy. Um, and I think I might have read somewhere that this was like a slow plot by Donald Glover to essentially just make a series of short films that he wanted to make. Right, yeah. Um, which, you know... He I, succeeded. <laughs> he succeeded, yeah. It was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, really great... Uh, I mean, concept uh, mm-hmm. early on, and like I would have been happy to sort of follow these characters' lives uh, closely throughout the whole series. But also, it became pretty clear, uh, probably by the end of season one, late season two, that that's not what this series is necessarily about. It's not what it's set out to do. There's the through line there, but there is a through line, absolutely. But um, it's very much um, focusing on you know, pretty heavy uh, topics in a lot of uh, mm-hmm. episodes. Yep. And um, just making light of stuff in a sometimes pretty hilarious, sometimes, as you mentioned, pretty horrifying way. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there were definitely some episodes where I'm like, am I just watching Get Out? Like, <laughs> Yep, very Get Out. Definitely vibes of Get Out. Um, okay, so going off of the whole horror thing, uh, I have two questions for you, Tristan. Shoot. What is your, if you can recall, what, uh, you know, is your favorite episode? And why is it Teddy Perkins? <laughs> <laughs> Man, you nailed it. it that, that episode was fucking amazing. Yeah. And that's... Holy shit. That's one that my buddy uh, who got me into the series was like, hey, um, when you get to that episode, let me know. And you'll know, I'm like, what episode? He's like, you'll know which one. <laughs> and I, I knew which one. <laughs> well, it's so funny because, it's like, that's the episode that really started leaning into the, yeah. the horror thriller vibe. Kicks like, it off into, like, like, whoa. It's like, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, very much uh, shades of the Michael Jackson story mm-hmm. um, with the abusive father and, the you know, him sort of, like... Um, 
manipulating himself uh, physically, mentally, for the sake of you know uh, his his adoring fans, I guess, or not so adoring fans, or or however it all sort of plays out. Mm-hmm. And um, and I feel like of the cast members to sort of get caught up in that, there was no one better than Darius. Um, it is Darius, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like I said, you might have to remind me of some things. Okay. Um, he very much represented the, like the wild card. I feel like throughout this series, that would when it did focus on them, he would always just get caught up in the weirdest stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, I mean, maybe getting ahead of ourselves a bit, but kind of a plausible explanation for that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that threw me for a loop. Uh but yeah, t- I mean Teddy Perkins just masterful episode. Um I don't know how much you read about it uh when you did your research. Uh do you know who played Teddy Perkins, Tristan? <laughs> I did I did find that out because yeah. I was uh looking at the cast list yeah. and it said here under Donald Glover also plays yeah. Teddy Perkins. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Holy hell, dude. And, <laughs> and like, the crazy no thing... No idea until I read that. None, no, no, none. me neither. And the crazy thing is there's just, like, there's so much, like, lore around just that one episode. So, like, apparently um, Donald showed up for his scenes as Teddy Perkins in the full garb and makeup and oh, prosthetics wow. or whatever. And didn't tell anyone who he was. And it was just like, oh, it's just this actor that we hired. And like the guy that plays Darius didn't find out until later. It was like, holy shit, dude. (laughs) That's crazy. Right? Which kind of, yeah. And, and, you know, that probably contributes to like, you're probably getting more genuine reactions from him. Like, Jesus, this guy's creepy. Yeah. yeah. And um, there was this whole thing where there was like an awards. Uh, the award—I don't know if it was the Emmys that year or something like that—where someone I all don't think it was Donald Glover, but someone showed up dressed as Teddy Perkins as a sort of like a weird like gorilla promo for like the show, and right. there's like backstage video of Teddy Perkins hanging out with like just people at the Emmys. It's so weird. Um, yeah, yeah. That that was definitely the episode where things took a turn. Oh boy, did yeah. they ever! And then we sort of got. Um, uh, we started going into like more very sort of like racially charged uh, stuff after that. Uh, there was the reparations episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, that was <laughs> uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, I feel like that was the intention. I feel like that of was course. the intention of a lot of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um and then it gets real wacky. Like there's just like it's like you said. It's a really it melds styles um, all over the place. There were some episodes, especially in those early seasons, that are just like kind of straight up TV. Um, oh yeah, those oh, first yeah. couple episodes where you're, we're establishing like you know like uh, Ern is kind of figuring his life out and you know um, tr- trying to figure out where he stands, I guess, with Van and then wants to, you know, mm-hmm. and then gets his whole like, you know, oh, let me, you know, reaches out to Al and he's like, let me, you know, be your manager and like we can like work together and stuff like that. And that was like those first few episodes were very much like let's meet these characters and then eventually we'll fly off on, in different, you know, 
in different directions. And then, like I said, like it's bits and pieces of it are sort of coming back to me, but like the things that stick out to me as we get later down the seasons is just how surreal things start to get for Mm -hmm. some of these characters. So there's that one episode where like Van is like, I think she's like in, I I just remember her beating someone over to like to death with a baguette. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That was in it. That was the the European, European, uh, they were in the European tour. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. And then he just encounters Van. It's like, what are you doing here? And she's like out there finding herself, but she's like, yeah. What, she like inhabits like a French person, like yeah, uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's wild. It's wild what happens in that episode. Yeah, and that that's what I mean. When it goes, it drifts into like this surreal where it's just like that couldn't have like actually been what that character does. Like, cause like if we're coming back, it's so it it, it it's like a show that exists in two worlds. Yes, where here's the sort of real goings on of of Ern and Darius and Van and, and Alfred yep. and sort of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And then here's this other thing that's kind of out there. And I feel like they converged quite a bit in that episode. Yeah. Where it's just like, now we're all sort of part of it. Obviously in the Teddy Perkins one too, to an extent, but like it's plausible that Darius would go off and have some crazy adventure and, and come back to the crew. This one was just like, Van is essentially a different person. In this episode. Yeah. She's just kind of lost it. And... Yeah. And, and doing then, drugs and then yeah. gets brought back down by her friend. Yeah. Yeah. And and then running off of the, the coattails of that, there was the one with, uh, which seems like it's another episode that has, doesn't concern the cast at all, but the, the one with the children's author who's like, yeah. you know, the, who's the homeliest little horse. That's what the episode yeah. called. Yeah. And she's, you know, trying to get this book off the ground and like, you know, things start happening for her. And you're, you're only to find out that this was this big vengeance plot orchestrated by Ern. And it's just like, wait, when wait. did he become that much of a sociopath? <laughs> wait, it was? I did not pick that up at all. Uh, the end of that episode is is sort of like they're all at the bar and it's like the rap party yeah. uh-huh. for him um, kind of like. Being like, oh yeah, it's like this was like uh, this this lady was like mean to him at an airport or something like that. Oh my god! And he wow, I missed that. Yeah, and apparently he's been like doing like this these like vengeance plots, and like everyone around him, Alfred and Darius, are like, that's kind of messed up, man. Like, Holy why would you shit. do that? That is that is messed up. And um, and he's like, geez, I need to go back to therapy, and that's kind of like the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm like, in what world does this version of Ern exist? Like, he's always been. Uh, it or it appears to be sort of the level headed. Oh yeah, yeah. She the was group. the she was the airport officer. That's who, what it was. Yeah, yeah. It ruined a trip. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> right. I don't know how I missed that, but okay. Yeah. So that's like these characters start to exist in these other worlds. Yeah, I mean, I I think like another good example of that was kind of the first episode in the fourth season, the most Atlanta, where they, um, where Van and Ern get stuck in the in the mall. Yeah. And it's like they just keep meeting all these old exes. Yeah. And <laughs> just start going really weird. And they have to, like, escape from the parking lot. And yeah. they end up at that... Uh, the funeral, the, the rapper fun- that, that uh, Alfred is at. And it's like, how did you get here? So wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, wait, was that real? And then at the very end, it's just like 
this slow, and th this is very horror thriller, like this slow pan into um, the X that came out with them. Yeah. And it's just a slow pan. She turned and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like someone's behind her. Someone's going to kill her. Or or, oh, I thought she was going to like turn into some sort of creature and yeah. like take revenge or something. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah, and, and that's like not what you would expect <laughs> from the premise of this show. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, even, um, you know, when we were talking about it, I had kind of almost a semi-defined of what the story was going to be. Mm -hmm. And and uh, it, it really kind of turned and took that perspective and kind of turned it on its head. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, I don't know. But don't... maybe we want to talk a little bit about the ending. Dude, so... <laughs> When I saw that the title of the ending was It Was All a Dream, uh, my mind didn't go to right away, like, it kind of was just like, obviously, it was like, well, it's like, oh, maybe everything's a dream. But Atlanta is a show, obviously, very, you know, it, I mean, at its core, when you were dealing with the core characters, focused on hip hop. It was all a dream, mm -hmm. classic, notorious B.I.G. line, starts off, uh, you know, uh, I think Juicy was the song. And I was just like, wait, cool. I'm like, but also... Are they going to pull some dream stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when I saw that, I was like, oh, okay. Because they're kind of referencing a lot mm -hmm. of the kind of the more out there things they've done. The little, like a lot of stuff could be perceived as kind of mm -hmm. more dream sequency. -y. Right. And I'm like, okay, so they're going to they're gonna pull some like, oh, was it a dream? No, no, it wasn't. It's all regular kind of thing. But not really what they did. It's very ambiguous. Um so, <laughs> the, it's very, ambiguous to the point where I thought, or I had an idea today to play which of the episodes was a sensory deprivation dream and which ones weren't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, like I would, I would nominate the one with Van uh, going nuts oh, yeah, uh, as definitely. a French person for sure. Sensory yeah. deprivation yeah. dream. Mm -hmm. Um, the, and it, yeah, it's like, he just kept waking up in that chamber over and over again. And it's like, I, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it just got real inception like, yeah. And like, so Darius is tell that he's in a dream, uh, thick Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Judge Judy. It was thick, Judge. Not thick Oprah, thick Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I got, went to Oprah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, he's like, if I see Judge Judy and she's thick, <laughs> then I know that I'm dreaming. And so the tell happens like, like once or twice in the episode. And then we get to the very end after he has essentially stolen a car, um, yep. bailed them out of the crazy black-owned sushi restaurant mm -hmm. where they're afraid of being poisoned. And, um, you know, everyone's like, hey, so where'd you get that car, Darius? He's like, I stole it. And they all sort of laugh it off, like, oh, he's joking or whatever. And just like, no, no, seriously. It's like, it's okay because this is this is just my dream. <laughs> and we got that thing. So, like, I don't know what I was expecting, but um, Judge Judy pops up on the television. Yeah. And you sort of see, I'm just like, I'm like, okay. And they kept cutting back to his face and then back to the TV. And I'm just like. Are we going to see it? I was like, are we are going to see it? Or are we going to, and then it goes, nope. 
back to to Darius's face. And the last thing that I recall is he kind of has a little bit of a smirk on his face. Yep. So that implies maybe that like everything is a dream. But is it? But is it though? Or, or is it? Or is the smile the realization that it isn't a dream? Yeah. And that it's real life. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I guess kind of my like joking contest is, is kind of saying it kind of implies this, but my theory is some of it was, mm-hmm. and some of it wasn't. Yeah. Um. And I think there's episodes where it's kind of clear. Yeah. You know what would be a sensory deprivation dream? Yeah. And what wouldn't be, but then there's episodes where maybe it's yeah. a little more, you know, kind of... Eh. Yeah, like the one that I mentioned with Ern sort of like orchestrating this big revenge plot. Like, yeah. like, he's not that much of a sociopath. But at this point in the series, Ern as manager for Alfred is doing well. The whole mm-hmm. crew is doing well. Yeah, He has the money to pull off something elaborate like that. Yeah. And maybe he's just that petty. Mm-hmm. And we've already sort of, I think at this point, seen or are about to see him in therapy. Yep. So it's just like, uh, that's plausible. It's weird, but it's plausible. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of describes a lot of what goes on in this whole thing. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, overall, loved it. Yeah. It was a great it's series. Great. Um, not at all what I expected it to be, not in the least. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. What what are your sort of yeah, no, thoughts I, on I it? I really liked it. In particular, the last season, I think really it was very good. Really uh was was excellent. Mm-hmm. And it really kind of um I think communicated the themes it had been kind of showing in the last mm-hmm. three seasons before that. Yeah. Um, but everything was kind of bumped up to another level. I believe so too. Yeah, like, like they really, they really uh, hit it out of the park with yeah, that last season. They're which, kind of firing on all cylinders. Yeah, which I think maybe has something to do with the fact I know the first two, three seasons maybe were kind of filmed together, but then there was a break. Yeah, and then they came back and did a fourth season. Yeah, um, and I think that break kind of helped. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, it's yeah. Uh, and and I think for those kind of series where maybe they're not necessarily telling a super linear story mm-hmm. or through pot or through plots mm-hmm. through plots there we go <laughs> um, that helps that storytelling it's kind of like like yeah. a master of none kind of yeah um, even to an extent thinking, something like right? easy which we covered before which right. was you know there's there are like main story like two or three episodes will focus on this group of characters but they'll be kind of spread out throughout yeah, the series yeah and they kind of weave into and each other yeah um i was about to say this is a hard series to to talk about in like a a format where we give like 30 or 40 minutes to each show because in a way like we mentioned sort of at the top like it's a series of short films yeah um when you sort of like cut out the um, you could do a whole episode on each episode that's the thing right and like because like i I was like just thinking of like well what about that episode where you know like uh, alfred gets like lost in the forest or what about that episode where you know and yeah yeah yeah, the one that i feel like we have to mention before moving on from atlanta is um the as like the the goof that stood at the doorway or something like that the right. one that was like in a, a deep analysis of the goofy movie <laughs> from disney and how it was the result of 
uh, a black animator at the company accidentally getting the job of CEO or something like that. Like, and they played it so straight mm-hmm. that I was convinced for at least the first 10, 15 minutes of that episode of like, did this actually happen? <laughs> I know. I know. I, the, it was halfway through that episode. I was like, I, do I need to Google yes, this? <laughs> I definitely was just like, mm, there's no way. But maybe I should just take a look at my phone. Just just double check. <laughs> like, yeah. And um, yeah, just incredible uh, filmmaking. Just like it, even like the way everything was shot and like put together. It, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Th- this is, we are essentially, we've, we're reviewing Donald Glover's and company's series of short films, which was great. And he has a new series apparently, which I'm wondering is going to be, um, similar or not something called really? swarm i believe oh. i think oh. it's about like a uh this famous uh singer who like i don't know i i don't know i don't want to speak out of turn but i think it's okay. about like the weirdness around like fame or someone who gets famous overnight and like can't handle it or something it, it yeah seems, that sounds familiar that yeah sounds familiar so maybe something we look into um since uh, we both seem to enjoy Donald Glover's, uh, the you know, wacky creations yeah. in the series. Uh, a young woman's obsession with a pop star takes a dark turn. There you go. Yeah, you're right. It is called Swarm. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than it was a great series. And um, where is Donald Glover hiding uh, you know uh, the <laughs> the special fountain of talent that he you know sing rap write act directs directs just and and to do it all he's very well and an, very prolifically like an infinite threat yeah <laughs> you yeah. heard of a triple threat he's yeah an infinite threat. yeah just crushing it so great series absolutely enjoyed it uh, and I'm glad that you did because I know that yeah, that exactly. suggestion sort of came out of left field. Um, well, it was always a series that I kind of planned to watch. Okay. Um, I was had an awareness of and kind of interested me as uh, as some uh, as, as storytelling, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you, you mentioned it, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll take this excuse. Yeah, why not power through it? Because you know everyone has a list of you know, forty other series they want to watch in their lifetimes. Oh my god, tell me about it. Insane. But, yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, that's that. Um, that's that's pretty much our you know our lives is just the shows and movies that we watch in between doing all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was, that's Atlanta, I guess. Um, shall we move on to uh... <laughs> So you suggested the uh, Schmigadoon. Yes. Um, and I was like, well, I watched the first episode and I was like, well, Tristan knows me. Uh, <laughs> I I felt so much joy watching this series. Um, I thought you'd like that one. I I'm really, like... really loved it. Um, and like, I'm not even all too familiar with the musicals of the era mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. Uh, especially the first season that are sort of doing yeah. takeoffs of a little bit more familiar with some of the season two uh, musicals that they're making reference to but um but yeah just a it's a great concept executed well and just uh, yeah i don't know and 
it's two people lost in a musical. <laughs> twice. Uh, somehow, twice. Somehow they, that happened twice. <clears throat> yeah. Possibly thrice if it, they return for a third season. But, um, yeah. How did you happen upon this show? Uh, so I subscribed to Apple TV. Okay. Um, and it just kind of popped up one day. Mm-hmm. And I was just you know, looking for things to watch with my wife and mm-hmm. seemed like something we could both get into. Yeah. I think we had both recently, well, we watched, we had watched Hamilton on Disney plus right. recently and we we're like, Oh, and we're both really into, uh, another series, um, which maybe we'll talk about at some point central park. Okay. Um, yeah, I heard of that, about that one. Um, and that's similar kind of music comedy musical, um, it's animated, but kind of similar yeah, vibes. I, I think I've seen bits and pieces of that on, yeah. floating around online. Um, so uh, I was kind of like, "Hey, let's let's give this a shot." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we knew some of the the actors in it. Yeah, and Keegan Michael Key mm-hmm. and Cecily uh, Strong of SNL fame. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming was great in it. Yep. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth, of course, mm-hmm. is sort of like a uh, you know a big name in that space of musicals. So yep. nice to yep. see her popping up in it. Yeah. So uh yeah, we just gave it a shot and and it was great. Like the songs so were amazing. The songs Humor. are so good. Like corn pudding. Yeah, like it's it, 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 you know, and I love I love how um so between the two of them like you right away you okay, you get a sense like like so our main I guess d- duo that this focuses on are um Josh and Melissa, mm-hmm. um, played by, of course, Keegan Michael Key and Cecily Strong. Um, so, and I like you get a sense for their relationship very quick. It's, it's not a long series, six episodes per season, yep. which is, you know, great. Um, that's kind of keeping it tight. Keep it tight, exactly. And like, so you get a sense right away of like who is sort of the cynic in this relationship Mm -hmm. and who's a little bit more, you know, extroverted, optimistic type thing. And that plays into, she jumps into the musical singing thing right away. And he has some more sort of trepidations about it. And as that first season progressed, I'm just like, are we actually going to get a Josh song? Like, is he going to sing at some point? I was wondering if it was going to happen. And like, I, they they kind of dragged it out long enough that the payoff of him finally singing was so great. Yeah. Um. And they yeah. I I there's like a again like a laundry list of musicals that they like paid tribute to. Um, I'm assuming that I think Brigadoon is the actual musical. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That they reference it in the first season. Yeah. Yeah. In the first season in the title. Yeah. But then they reference all sorts of stuff. Like I oh, think yeah. uh, Dove Cameron's character, the farmer's daughter type, is is sort of based on a character from Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Kristen Chenoweth, again being Doc. Doc uh, George Lopez is uh, Captain Von Trapp from uh, The Sound of Music. I've got um, I've got a whole list of them here. <laughs> we could read them all out. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that um, Jaime Camille, isn't it? The guy from yes yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry Jorge yeah Jaime Camille uh, who was in Jane the Virgin I he say. was yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 so so yeah he's great in it um, and and it actually it was kind of funny because uh, I don't know because you were watching them back to back where I, I was the, the the two seasons but for me when I was 
because uh, I watched the first season when it first came out like a year ago. And then so this year we just jumped right into the second season. And it took me a while to kind of like, I knew that obviously they were, they were using the same people, but some like some of them I had to like yeah like it like it was just a certain angle or a shot or something and I'm like oh yeah like it took me a while mm-hmm. to like place everyone kind of in the first season mm-hmm. they were in the second it was um yeah it was interesting and they referenced that too in that like yeah um uh it's I'm forgetting her name but like there's uh it was Dove Cameron's character in the first one um where. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, I guess Betsy, jo- Betsy, yeah. So and then Josh uh, and Melissa are talking, and he's like, after she does her little number in the second season, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Wow, someone else we don't know from Schmigadoon, huh?" And she's like, "Are you serious? That's, that's Betsy." Betsy. <laughs> he's just like, "That's Betsy." She's like, "Oh my god, how are men in charge of anything?" <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that was. That was cool, and I mean, like, and then sort of just plays off the. It's like almost like a traveling cast of sort yep. of, you know. Um, I think Kristen Chenoweth mentioned this in an interview. It's like it, it you know, harkens back to the days of this. It's a traveling like cast of players that essentially does different shows in different locales and stuff like that. And um, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, and I was waiting for for her song because I'm in that first season. Because I'm like, okay, this person is, you know a musical person <laughs> right you yeah. know someone from yeah. that world and is known for that sort of like operatic uh you know pattern that she gets into and her song was very much like it was like the strife uh strife and schmigadoon type thing yeah it's like yeah and and it was very like talky at first yeah where it's just like you know it was, it was like almost like rap verses where she's like this and that and strife and strife and schmigadoon and and then and then it climaxes to this like and she gets into that like operatic i'm like there you go there's Kristen. <laughs> there's the musical person doing a musical yeah um but yeah uh i don't know it's is such a lovely um like it, it's just it's a feel-good series it is it's fun it's fun it, it's nice just to sit down and watch it and uh watch them kind of have a you know uh a good time mm-hmm. doing their doing their thing yeah and you know um kind of referencing all these different musicals mm-hmm. um and another reference music man and like um cabaret was big one huge in season yeah. two okay, yeah. that one like i've actually seen a production of yeah uh like a college production of cabaret and i was just like okay this i recognize i recognize all this stuff i guess chicago was in there too yeah you would assume so um uh, I don't know if you could tell, but neither me or Joe have seen too many musicals. Yeah, I've seen a few, and uh, I, rec- I recognize Cabaret because I'm like, I've yep. seen that. Yeah, um, classic. And um, and also uh, a very quick reference towards the end of season two when um, uh, the officer's character gets... Um, finally gets his own number at the club yeah. and he comes out and he's dressed as, I know he's dressed as one of the main characters from, uh, I think I want to say Rocky horror picture show. Um, mm-hmm. he's got like fishnets on and like, Oh yeah. And stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm like that. So there, there's that. Um, yeah. Alan Cummings character was the, uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I love that. 
It's like weirdly like, you're like midway through the the second season. And you're just like, and you know, as a viewer, you're kind of like, when's the other shoe gonna drop? Because Josh and Melissa are sort of crushing it. Yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, we've done this before. We kind of know everyone's getting happy endings, and then you <laughs> you sort of see like, they get um uh they they get uh Alan Cummings character and. Kristen Chenoweth's characters together, um, you know, the lady running the orphanage and the butcher. Yeah. And um, as soon as there, he says, uh, or I think she says, like, you've got no meat and I've got too many children. I'm like, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then there's like the, you know, it, it kind of it flashes out to, uh, them watching through the window and be like, "Look, they're doing great. We did that." While they're singing about eating kids, yeah. <laughs> and and then and then there's the sort of like you know cut to Titus's face just staring into the camera, like, "Oh yeah, some shit's about to go down." <laughs> Can we talk about Titus as the narrator in the Such second season? A good, oh man, casting choice. Holy cow. Um, yeah. Uh, and I love how he like slowly throughout that season like kind of like pushes aside the job of narrator <laughs> yeah just like to directly the, interferes yeah directly interferes and then also like at, at the end there's like that ending sequence he's like i don't even want to be the narrator anymore he's like i got my own dreams and literally another narrator comes in she's like she's like titus she's like and so titus did this or you know not yeah, just yeah, care, yeah. not titus but and so the narrator went on to because he has his sort of like last minute love affair with there's a last minute like uh there's like a last minute like gay romance at the end of both seasons I just realized there's <laughs> 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 Fred Armisen's character uh the reverend in the yep. first one mm-hmm. with the the mayor mayor who whose name was Mayor Menlove so it's like wow I should have seen that Jeez. coming <laughs> can I hit you over the head there um but yeah and then one more thing that I will mention um there's the songs range from like corn put and like you said which were just like absolutely over the top silly yeah to something like um when josh is falling in love with the school marm in mm-hmm. the first season yeah and melissa's falling in love with um yeah the doctor well yeah, yeah yeah doc lopez um and uh and they do suddenly i think suddenly was the name of the number but it's like suddenly i love you or whatever yeah. and that is a more traditional and you know sort of musical number where it's just yeah. like yeah th- you can uh, this is just a song that would be in a musical uh-huh. about romance and stuff like that and, you know it's not about like corn pudding or you know <laughs> it doesn't have any sort of silly connotations but what i loved about that is they're obviously all playing different characters in the second season yeah but while um well, there's a scene, I think it's the first scene where Melissa meets the new version of, I guess, Jaime Camille's character. He's not, yeah. you know, he's not Doc Lopez. He's the officer. The, yeah, yeah, the police policeman. And in the background, there's like a radio or something playing the melody of Suddenly <laughs> Falling in Love. Oh, I did first season, I missed which, that. that. That's so, awesome. That kind of like, I was just that's like, great. I love that little that's nod. Great. Like, that's... Those are the kind of things where it's just like, yeah, it's like, you know, when it's a music, when music, it makes up like such a huge, important part of the series, you can do little nods like that. And like, you have to listen for them. But if you catch them, it's like, ah, okay, I see what you did there. (laughs) Like the themes sort of continue. Um, Yeah. And I don't know. I I loved the opening theme. Um, 
the, the whole welcome to Schmigadoon thing, and then that sort of triumphant thing starts to happen in the second season, and then everything just falls out, and then the Schmicago <laughs> sign comes pops down. up. Yeah, over, yeah. Um, and I kept forgetting that that happened because I was like singing, humming along to the Schmigadoon theme, like, "Oh right, no, this is Schmicago." <laughs> and I think in that just drops into yeah. Schmicago. Yeah, <laughs> and I think in that Chenoweth interview I mentioned. Um, they were asking like, you know, if there's a third season, like, what would you like to see? What's the thing? And she was like, maybe we would do Schmicked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which, you know, I think it's something just you yeah. saying that maybe she would want to do. But, um, I mean, hell, that'd be good. I, 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 I don't know if they're going to do a third season or not. I don't know if it's confirmed. I don't think it is. I haven't heard anything. Um, but there's a lot of finality in that second season finale. Like it, it seemed it it played like a series finale, you know what I mean? Where like they made it back to the real world, but the first one kind of did too, didn't it? Like it, it wrapped that way. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, it did, but I remember being a little bit not entirely sure where the second one was going to start because. Like, I thought they left it ambiguous on on purpose, where they were going to kind of be trapped in Schmigadoon for longer, because they didn't... You don't actually see them exiting into the real world at the end of the first season. Right. They're sort of, like, hand-in-hand facing the camera, and they're about to cross the bridge, and then it cuts to the credits. And you assume, like, well, they got their happy ending, they probably crossed the bridge. But, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe they didn't make it. Maybe they're still trapped. And, of course, second season starts out in the real world, and they're figuring things out. Yeah, decide to go back to Schmigadoon wearing their fun outfits and <laughs> and end up, <laughs> up in Chicago. Um, but yeah, so th- there's seems to be more finality in that the end of that second one because there's the whole speech about like why wouldn't you stay here where everything is exciting and blah blah. blah. It's like yeah. you know it's like you're gonna go where you know things can always take a turn and they're like oh isn't that the point you know we want to go true. and That's live true. our life and stuff like that. And I, I feel like that last number is just like, you know, you don't have to have a happy ending, just a happy beginning or whatever is the whole theme of it. They kind of got a happy ending anyway, like in, in yeah, that sequence, they did. which they is did. fine with me. But like, you know, that that, that sequence uh, looks like Melissa finally got pregnant by the looks of it, mm-hmm. um, which they were trying for at the beginning of the season. And there's a lovely shot at the end where they with their very colorful clothes are walking through um, the city and everything is kind of like desaturated sepia yeah, grayscale. Yeah. And then all the people have sort of colorful, you know, you can see it like their clothes, the people are saturated and everything else is kind of off. And then the, the world slowly starts to get more saturated mm-hmm. and the color sort of starts to return to the world, which was a nice little touch to end things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'd still love to see a third season of it. I'm just yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I'm curious where, like, what would it, it would turn into? Where it's just like, okay, now we're just like, you know, our hobby is just hopping in between mm-hmm. magic, magical musical <laughs> worlds that we happen upon. Um, I don't know. Maybe I could imagine like <clears throat> they're having some like kid troubles or something, and mm. they could maybe do it that way. I don't know how many. There's a few few musicals maybe that like that could work with. I don't know. I mean, there's a plethora of things that they could 
definitely like reference or choose from but it's yeah i'm I'm curious to see where like i wouldn't be opposed to a third season i'm just curious to see like, like how they would yeah how they would do it which musicals they would sort of pull from mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know it was a good series i it's great it was fun it was fun. it was very fun thank you like like i said i did t- that first episode i was just like yeah this is joyful i laughed out loud <laughs> i sang along um I, you know, my review for it is much like the reviews that they have for a Broadway musical when they tell you to come to the musical. You'll dance in the aisles. You'll sing along. Like, I was like, yeah, I felt very much like I was, you know, watching. In for the ride. Yeah, watching the cast sort of do their thing. It's good. Okay. Cool. Cool. (laughs) So I think usually at the end of these, since we haven't done them in a while, Mm -hmm. don't quite remember, we might bring up something that we've been watching. Yes. Uh Outside of the podcast, I guess. The grab bag segment. Yes, that's what it's called, grab so, bag. So, Tristan, what have you been watching for the last three years? Oh, God. <laughs> you have three years of stuff to draw from. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I'm going to pick anything that uh, I really enjoyed watching, it was probably Severance. Oh, I've been meaning to check that out. Yes. That's another Apple series. Adam yep. Scott, right? Adam Scott, yeah. Um, and I've been on that train, um, and it's excellent. It's an excellent uh, um, series. Okay. Uh, it's sci-fi. Mm. Um, it's definitely a drama. There's there's some like comedic elements, but okay. it's, it's um, definitely a drama, um, and... It's it's a bit of a ride for sure. Okay. Uh, the the concept is of course that um you know as a kind of employee of this company um you you get an operation done which severs your work self from your uh home life self. Oh. And neither shall the two shall mix. Interesting. And so your work self doesn't remember anything of your of your personal life and your personal self doesn't remember any of your work life. And it's kind of interesting because, you know, you can just start to see the problems that come from that. And, yeah. And what is it like for your work self to kind of only exist at work? And I had no idea what the concept of the show what was, but that, uh, yeah. what that kind of looks like. So that sounds very interesting. It, uh, it, it really was. And, uh, good, good cliffhanger at the end of season one so i'm really looking forward to season two has it only been one season of that show correct yeah oh damn okay i thought that premiered a while ago but i guess I... it did it, it's it's i don't know i guess it's had a bit of a break yeah but they've stopped production on season two because of the writer's Writer strike so, yeah um i think well i think that in general will probably end up maybe having a barren couple of years but oh well for yeah. tv movies yeah uh, but uh, well, anyways, that's we can dig back into the catalog. There's so many <laughs> series we started on this oh, podcast. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that we didn't quite get to the end of. That I have to probably go back into. And the thing is, over the last three years, I don't think I've watched a single one of them. <laughs> I didn't. Like Miss Maisel just wrapped up. I didn't finish it. I didn't. Haven't seen like the last two seasons. Never have I ever just wrapped up. I think we covered the first season Did of we? that. Didn't we cover that? Uh, maybe we talked about it. I don't know. We might have covered it on a grab bag. Maybe we maybe, didn't actually. Yeah. yeah no. Um, you know what? I, th- I think you're right. Maybe we didn't actually do it as like at least not part of a full episode. But I think we had designs on maybe that being maybe doing one of that the, being one of them. Yeah. Um. I think that just wrapped up. But again, I'm like two seasons behind on that. The thing that I have been most watching 
uh, over the last three years, I got into another streaming service because there's just that's all there is now, uh, which is um, a sort of much smaller fare. Uh, it's Dropout TV, which is College Humor's streaming service. Right, yes. And so their content is um, very much this sort of cast of uh, sketch performers, comedians, stuff like that, uh, who, you know, did a bunch of stuff on YouTube and and whatnot. And now there's a series of shows that they all sort of take part in. Uh, some are kind of game show, reality show, trivia show type things. Um, some are sort of more traditional, um, I guess, series, but they all have a very, like, sort of sketch comedy, mm-hmm. um, I guess, groundwork. Right. Um, the one that pulled me in uh, that I got infinitely obsessed with and kept watching was probably the reason I ended up subscribing and watching the other shows is something called Game Changer. And... Game Changer is a game show that is different every show. Mm-hmm. So the first, you know, couple episodes were very like, you know, basically there's three players. Then there's like the only way to win is by playing. And the only way to actually know what you have to do to win is by playing. <laughs> okay. So because they're all sketch performers, the first ones were pretty you know, standard fare, like, uh, almost like a whose line is it anyway, uh, format where it's like, make this noise and a prompt comes on the screen and they have to like, you know, make a certain noise or act out a little sketch that improvise a little sketch mm-hmm. that sort of like, you know, does that noise. And they team them up in groups of, I uh, do it by yourself or two or all three of you and award points based on that. And, you know, they got into like trivia, they got onto like, okay, you have to make the best, um, uh, the the best I I guess like sexual innuendo with this prompt where it's like right. I like my coffee like I like my you know like my my women because <laughs> and then you complete it and then there's different categories for that yeah. so the first episodes were kind of like that then it got weird <laughs> where nice. um you know uh like all in the most recent season there's um. It's like it starts out with a behind the scenes thing where they're all in the green room talking about the show. Yeah. And the contestants never know what the show is going to be until it starts, basically. And uh, the host is like, All right, I'll see you out there. And he leaves. And um, one of them's like, I actually got to go to the bathroom before we start. And he goes and he's like, This door is locked. Mm-hmm. Why is this door locked? And Uh-oh. then on the TV screen, the host comes up. He's like, welcome to Game Changer. And it's like the standard intro. And it's an escape room. And the whole show's an escape room. Three of them need to get out. So it slowly builds. And like they've had like Battle Royale episodes and Survivor oh, type. Geez. Like a two-part like Survivor style thing where like they have to like vote each other off. And there's challenges. It gets It's zany. wild. That's wild. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Um, but I started with Game Changer and that spun off three different series. We just talked about Schmigadoon. One of the episodes was they have to improvise a musical, essentially. Right. The entire episode is like, here's some prompts to work into your songs. This has to play out like a half hour musical based on this topic and these prompts. That spun out into its own show called, uh, God, what was it called? And essentially, essentially it's every episode is now of of that, you know, yeah. let's 
make an improvise a musical um the make some noise one spun out and that one is it's very whose line where it's just like yeah, here's yeah, your prompt yeah. to do a thing um uh there's one that's the Never Have I Ever where it's like they have to like, it's kind of like Never Have I Ever, the drinking game, <laughs> right. not the series that we just discussed a <laughs> moment ago, um, where they have to kind of, uh, you know, tell crazy stories and everyone has to determine who actually, you know, who who was, who among us is the one that this story belongs to. Mm-hmm. Um, that spun out into its own show. There's all sorts of really great stuff on there. Um there is a couple series that are just sort of self-contained one right. one yeah. season two season things that I feel like maybe we could take a look at down sure. the line. Sure. Um, the one that I'm thinking of is not as it's funny, but it's not as funny. <laughs> it's a sort of reality series centering on two characters, two characters, two people, right. actual perf- performers on the the network trying to pay off their student debts, uh, doing oh. increasingly weirder and oh more horrifying <laughs> challenges over as the season progresses. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, I've been mostly watching that <laughs> over the last little while. Um, not so much traditional TV, uh, except for Atlanta, which is why, when it <laughs> which came, is why we chose which is, it. Which is why when it came down to it, I was like, do you want to do Atlanta? It's like the only thing that's, you know, on TV that I've been watching. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll figure something out. That's oh, yeah. that's that's me. That's that's my long-winded um sterling recommendation of of dropout TV. Oh no, it's it uh yeah, it sounds interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh unlike Netflix, they are okay with sharing logins. So we'll give you a login <laughs> if you want to check anything okay, out. Okay, <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> and I will not have to change my IP address. There you go. Or use a VPN. No. No, it's all very centered in one region. Okay. Yeah, we did it. We did it. We did it after three years. <laughs> three years is a little rough. My phone went off in the middle. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, it was funny. Tristan was like, we were talking about like figuring out sound and stuff in this, you know, this new space. He's like, oh, it might be a little echoey. I'm like, Tristan, you're forgetting this is the least professional operation. <laughs> <laughs> well you know try and make it we want to make it listenable right. and i think we'll you know we'll do a uh, we'll do a good job of that that falls on me from now on sir i you know you edited the first 26 episodes oh, yeah, of this that's podcast true. that's true i did um so yeah i will take the reins uh you have a child now so <laughs> i'm assuming your time is gonna be you know a dude, little bit, a little bit more monopolized dude, than mine, dude. You have no. It's. <laughs> I'm like, I have time for nothing, but everything. It's weird. Yeah, but we'll make it work. Um. So yeah, you know the many life changes in the past, potentially some more upcoming. Yeah. But um. As always. But we discussed kind of ways to hopefully keep this thing alive. Um. Yeah. So if you tuned in, thank you. Um. Thank you for remembering us after three years. <laughs> If you just got a ding on your phone and you were like, what the flip is this? Then, uh, yeah. which well, they, which thanks they for listening. probably won't because, oh yeah, uh, we switched our asses. We switched. <laughs> Oops, okay. We'll so you won't that. see new podcast, but we'll put it on our socials. I think all the people that did listen before, will, you know, found out about it that way. So maybe we'll get some new people. Um, hey, you never know. So, uh, I think at the end of these things, we typically say, hey, if you would like to reach out to us, you can do so in many ways. Uh, we are on Twitter uh, with the handle Screens N Streams. Um, 
That is screens, letter yes. N, streams. We didn't change our branding with this new fancy uh, redesign of the logo because we want it to be difficult for everyone. Um, <laughs> so it's screens N streams. That's the Twitter handle. The email account, if you want to get at us that way, is screensnstreams at gmail.com. And um, by the time you listen to this, there may be an Instagram account that is also at screensnstreams. Insta. If that is available. Uh, <laughs> as a handle because I haven't checked yet, but uh, so yeah, I figured Hashtag filters. Yeah, I figured um, you know what use does a podcast have for Instagram? I don't know. I might put together some images of the shows we're covering and throw some stuff on there occasionally. Maybe some behind the scenes of us recording and cursing. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to have to like take a take a selfie now. Yeah, we were thinking actually. I think right before the final two episodes before we wrapped uh, <laughs> for the <laughs> pandemic, um, we were. Going to stream on Twitch. We do a live stream, yeah. And um, that might be something that comes back. Um, I decided against trying it today because we're already adapting to a new space and <laughs> yes. trying to figure things out. Yes. But maybe eventually we'll do that. Um, but for now, you can enjoy the, the dulcet tones of our, uh, our of our voices. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so screens and streams at Gmail dot com screens and streams on twitter potentially instagram um we'll make that happen and uh yeah fancy new logo maybe new theme music this is all joe by the way yeah i I just did some stuff in the last little while and you no longer have to go to a dropbox link all the episodes will be once you subscribe to on this you know this one there will be uh all back catalog for you to listen to so you can go back in time to when we started this podcast which was oh 2000 you, i'm gonna try and guess here we go 2000 yeah why don't you and, guess while i pull it up yeah yeah okay i'm gonna say 2015 we our very first episode march 26th 2016 oh off by a year off by a year off by a year yeah so it's been a long time coming but uh here we are uh screens and streams is back um Mimicking what I apparently both of us said in the last few episodes, we'll try to stick to a once a month schedule, but you know, lives are busy now. Things happen, things change. So you'll get an episode when you get it, and I hope you like it. And if you have any suggestions on what to cover, hit those socials, Twitter, email. We'll 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 try and let people know when we're when we're gonna release one because you know we'll do our best. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So I think that does it for. This episode of Screens and Streams, episode 26. (laughs) We'll go with that. It's 26, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you for coming back and tuning in. We appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Check you on the flip side.